0: Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today I have an incredible human with me. Um, we didn't physically meet, but we, we went to an event called Empower Her Live and she kicked my ass. And since it's my podcast, I can curse and you can too. Can. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. you.
1: So um, I'm going to pass you the mic and kind of introduce yourself and mm-hmm. we'll go from there. Awesome. Well, my name is Katie Saltzman. I'm a personal trainer a nutritionist, also a podcaster. Um, I have my own business. It's an online virtual business. And basically my goal in life is to teach women how to take back control of their health and happiness and do it in a way that heals their relationship with food and heals their relationship with my body, with their bodies.
0: I love that. I love that. That quick little intro. So I kind of want to get into your journey, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, was there something that happened within your life that you started this? Or was it just like, I love
1: fitness, so let me just do this? No, 100%. It was just my life and my story, which I think it's like that for so many women in the coaching space is Mm -hmm. for me, I could not find a coach that could help me navigate mm-hmm. what I was going through. So I really wanted to be that coach for other women and other people. And that was my biggest passion with starting my business. I was a hairstylist for years. I was a part-time hairstylist. I struggled with my weight and my body image. I mean, I spent my entire twenties hating my relationship, like hating my body, terrible relationship with food, doing all of the wrong things, just like the most extreme things you could imagine. And all it did was leave me Um, feeling even worse. And I was struggling with anxiety because of that. I was struggling with a little bit of depression and everybody just wanted to put me on a diet, wanted Mm -hmm. me to help me change my body, shrink my body, but never went any deeper, never ever addressed the mental, the physical, emotional, like that total body wellness. And so when I started to really heal my relationship with food and my body and figure it out and lose a bunch of weight, but lose it the right way. I thought this, if I can feel this good, because I can't remember a time in my life where I actually loved myself and my body. If I can feel this good, Mm -hmm. I can teach other women how to feel this good. And that was just my passion. I completely left hairstyling and pivoted into like the fitness industry and now nutrition and metabolism, hormones, all the different things. So
0: when you're trying to find that particular, you know, client, right? What is it that you look for?
1: So I really think that clients find me. I don't mm-hmm. find clients. I don't, in the very beginning phase of my business, I hired like a really masculine energy coach, which I'm grateful for. I feel like I've learned little bits from here and there from all of the coaches I've hired masterminds I've been in. Um, but he was very much like cold DMing, do this, do that. And it never felt right. It always felt cringy to me. And then I thought, well, this feels cringy to me, it feels cringy to the people I'm doing it to. So why Mm -hmm. am I doing that? And then I just really started to show up as me. My my biggest things were, how do I show up super authentic in my business? Because I think when you pivot into this industry, especially in the online space, it's very easy to want to show up like other people, do what other people are doing. Why? Because it's comfortable. That Mm -hmm. is proof. That is a blueprint that it works. So let me just repeat what they're doing because that might work. And I tried that at first, but again, it wasn't lighting me up because I wasn't showing up as me. So it was like, how do I be super authentic? And how do I create just these like massive human connections where people know that I like, I freaking care? I care so much about my clients and the women in my space and my community. And when you do that, when you create connection, when you care about what people have to say, when you answer DMs, it's like people find you. You almost don't even need to find them, which is this really cool place to be
0: that no no it's so true and and I think that like once you find and going back to your pivot stage of getting into the wellness space like you found your passion right so it Mm -hmm. like it lights you up it's like a certain like it's a certain feeling within you right like Mm -hmm. did you feel like as soon as that
1: you found your home it was kind of like how did that feel it felt so good. And and I think that there was a point where I thought I had found it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was still kind of trying to replicate it. And yep. now, not only does it feel good, but I also give myself permission to um, let that change too, you know, because I found what felt really good. And I stuck with that for three to four years. And then all of a sudden, that wasn't feeling super good to me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing the coaching, but I was still doing it based mainly off of weight loss, which Like all of my clients see weight loss, but the thing is, is we dive a lot deeper in my coaching. So now I've sort of pivoted to, I want women to know we're going deeper. So I sort of coined myself as like your body image BFF. And I speak a lot Mm -hmm. about body image and how that impacts our actions and the way that we approach our body and that health and fitness should be fun. But that was a really scary pivot for me to make. You know, I've made a couple of different pivots, but they're all scary because again, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. Not a lot of people are selling coaching programs based off of body image and mental and emotional health. It's all physical. It's all shreds. It's weight loss. It's this, it's that. So I knew that that worked, but that wasn't totally aligning with me anymore. Hmm. So I had to make another pivot. But the thing is, is when something aligns with you and it feels good in your spirit and in your soul, and you can show up just as you on social media and people just crave that energy. So I feel like every pivot has been scary but it's just like aligned with me more and more and because of that i've never seen these like massive dips or had this total crash or you know things that we fear in our head the stories we tell ourselves and it, it's funny cuz
0: you you made you made a point within what you were saying in regards to the pivot and going in these different avenues that it's okay right because everybody thinks that um you know you need to go in one direction within entrepreneurship but it's okay to pivot. It's okay to make those changes and and it's like an
1: ebb and flow, right? Yeah, like absolutely. It's okay to pivot and honestly, it's okay to fail.
0: Mm, it's so scary.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's scary as hell to fail because right we want to be so successful, but everything I've done wrong along the way has like literally just been a little bit of a realignment, a little bit of a pivot to what is right. And when that hits, what is right, it is like the coolest moment. I've had coaching Mm -hmm. programs where it's been a struggle to have three people sign up. And I try. at first, I took that so offensively, right? Because I think in this industry, especially when it's your business, you're so passionate about it. You're tied to it. It's easy to be like, what's wrong with me? What am I doing? But then it's just saying like, okay, that's a lesson along the way of maybe I need to market it different. Maybe I need to speak to different people. Maybe I haven't talked about it enough, you know, just to kind of reevaluate things and then try again because then I've had launches where they've sold out and I've sold out, you know, halfway through next round. Mm-hmm. So it really just depends. I mean, I, I just think it's not taking something so personal and saying, "How can I use this to work for me?" Oh, I love that. I hope you guys are listening and really like these are like solid mic drops that, <laughs> that
0: you're dropping. <laughs> Little mini ones, Katie, like day. seriously, <laughs> no, definitely. Um, so my next question for you is. When you went to Keisha's event, right? And you mm-hmm. see all these women, right? Was this, have you
1: spoken on stage before? Like, have you done that type of? So it's uh, it's funny The weekend before I did my first keynote speaking in Austin, Texas in front of 200 women on body image and how it impacts your hormones and burnout. And uh-huh. then the weekend after I was on stage at Keisha's, so those were like, <laughs> really my first two big like stage experiences.
0: Well, I think you killed it. First of all, you crushed it thank um, you but i want to kind of ha- like have the listeners understand what you did on on that saturday morning right <laughs> like because you <laughs> i know listen i am not i i work out but like i'm you know i don't do it like i i need to do it more consistently but mm. i mean you killed me so when you're coming up with these routines, mm-hmm. right. For these different types of workouts. Cause I know that there's maybe possibly, you know, potential trainers like listening to this. Yeah. How, what kind of like structure, like how, how did, what, what is, Like what does that all entail? I guess I'm trying
1: to say. Yeah. So that's a really good question. And I think it depends on the energy in the room. It depends Mm -hmm. on if we have, like, we were all body weight that day. We had no equipment, right? Right,
0: right.
1: (laughs) So it it really, I've taught group fitness for so long. That's been such a big aspect of my life. As I was a personal trainer. I was a group fitness instructor. I taught for Equinox when I lived in Michigan. And I really wanted to like one, whenever I walked into the room, you bring the energy, right? Mm-hmm. You have to bring that energy. And it was really helpful that weekend because I had a room where there was 350, 400 women that showed up for that workout that had so much energy. So truly you all made my job so much easier. But for me, it was saying, okay, I need this workout to be fun. I don't want to completely crush them to where they can't breathe. I want them to still be dancing and listening to the music because I had a mix made just for them. And, and I thought like, okay, so you can't have too much up and down because you didn't have mats. So I did this lower body workout because of that, right? Lower body, it's going to, everyone wants a booty workout, usually, <laughs> right? We all want a lower body booty workout. So I threw that in there. I threw some core in there. Um, try to get you guys moving around, made the warm up a little bit dancey, a little bit more fun. Um, and yeah, really the biggest thing was I I wanted you guys to get a workout, but I wanted you to have fun and I wanted you to not so many times when we're working out, we are thinking about a calorie burn, a move goal and shrinking our body. And Mm -hmm. I wanted that to be the last thing on your mind. I wanted it to be like, I feel strong as heck. I feel confident as heck. And this is so much fun. And I, I really think that the room felt that. Oh,
0: 120% it felt that. And then <laughs> I'm telling you the next morning and like probably like three or days after my, like my glute, like everything, my legs, they were burning. They were so sore, but it I felt it. so good. It felt so good. But, um, my next question for you now with all this success that, sh- that you found within this business, right? Um, what's next? What's next for you? Wow.
1: What's that's next really, for Katie? That's a really good question. I wish I knew what was next. I've right? had so much change in my life. Like, if you, I mean, I, I don't know how many of you follow me or know my story. It has been like a wild ride, especially this last year, moving from Michigan to Denver. I left a pretty abusive relationship. I'm like really stepping into who I'm meant to be as a woman and My biggest thing, I love virtual. I love online. Like I love connecting and coaching with women, but there's nothing I love more than in person. Mm -hmm. And I felt that at these last two events that I went to, Keisha's event in the weekend before, not only am I a massive hugger, like I just love to hug people, but I really want to be able to speak in front of groups, um, bigger groups of women. Uh, I would love to do more keynote speaking, maybe corporate wellness. I want to get the word out. Like I want to change the conversation around health. I say that mm-hmm. all the time. Our health is not just physical, it's mental, physical, emotional. And if we're only addressing it by physical, we're missing a huge piece of the picture and our health will never be fun. We'll always be chasing something that like it's it's up and down, right? If you're only chasing that physical. So I really want to speak to that more and get in front of women more and grow that. And to be honest, this is another pivot. That's really scary for me because I'm not familiar with it. I don't Mm. know. Those last two weekends, I was lucky. Like Keisha is one of my great friends and the other girl I had networked with. And I got asked to do these amazing events. And now I'm sitting here like, well, how do I get more of these? And and to be honest, anybody listening, I don't know how. Mm. You know, you see so often in business, you see these very successful people. And I think a lot of times women look at me like that. And now I'm in a position where I don't know how I'm going to get to that next level, but I know it's going to happen. And the more I speak about it and put it out there and say things like, I'm going to get there and I'll figure it out along the way. And I think that
0: I, and the people that are listening, I think can really resonate with that because it's like, we don't have it all figured out, right? Like we don't. And I think what steps you further away from everybody else is that you're willing to step foot into that change, that challenge, Mm -hmm. right? It's fucking scary. Like it is so scary.
1: Yeah. And even when you think you have it figured out, you Mm -hmm. don't. No. Like when I went on stage um, in Texas, I had practiced, like this is my first keynote. And let me be very clear. It wasn't just a normal keynote. They're like, you're going to be on stage. You have 45 minutes slot on stage. (laughs) Like that is like a math. I'm like, I'm sorry. Can we start me with 10 minutes? Like that's all I can do. So I had practiced this. I had recorded it. I had note cards. And then I get to the point where I'm going on stage. There's no podium. There's nowhere for me to set note cards. I had to leave them behind and just speak from my heart. And I missed a million things I wanted to say. And I said things that I didn't even plan on saying, but they were meant to be said. And that moment was a learning lesson for me. And I had to just sort of figure it out. We have to figure it out as we go and not be scared to make mistakes.
0: Hmm. Yes, 120%. I hope you guys really took that because it's true. Like I feel like, um, and that's why I feel like you're just starting. So I think it's just going to be coming up from here. And I think also what, what you've said is you got in the room too, right? Because I think that it's so important to like have these visions and dreams, but that networking is so important as well. Oh, huge. So, you're going to be able to step into that power that you want because you're in those rooms. You're networking with the people that you need to network with. So, I want to honor you in that because that is like super important. So,
1: thank you. Environment's huge. Like, for anybody that's listening, if you don't feel like you have an environment or a group of women that are supporting you, I've been there. I know what that's Mm -hmm. like. That's one of the biggest reasons that I've moved is because, look, I love all of my close friends from high school. It's great, but we're in very different times in our lives. You know, most of my friends are married with three kids and that's great. Like I love that. And I love that for them. But sometimes when you're not surrounded by these like-minded women, or at least women that understand you need to have both, right? You really need to have both. And one thing I can't stress enough is to get into the room, to put yourself out there. When I moved to Colorado, I moved here, not knowing a single person. I didn't know anyone moving to a new city. And I had to go I had to like go on coffee dates with women and be like, are she going to be my friend? Does she like me? Does she <laughs> me? I don't really know. I had to go to, you know, business bosses who brunch that you'll see on Keisha's story mm-hmm. and all these different events to just meet and network. And literally within less than a year, within 10 months, I've built the most amazing community of women entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs that have given me so many opportunities. And it's scary as hell to go to these mm-hmm. events to not know anybody. But what's scarier is to stay in the same place and stay frustrated and feel like you're not growing. It's going to take stepping outside of that comfort zone to get what you want.
0: Boom. So true. (laughs) So true. So I have two um, last things as we round out. Yeah. One thing that I have is what is that legacy that you are going to want to leave eventually when you have a family and all that? Like, what's that legacy that you want to leave?
1: I think for me, and this might not be related so much to what I do in my business as much as it is to life, that legacy is to um, be fearless and be authentic. I grew up really, I I love my family so much, but I grew up super conservative. You have to fit into this box. You have to do life a certain way and do this a certain way. And I tried it and it didn't work for me because I wasn't showing up as who I was meant to be in life. And now that I can just, I've sort of broke away from that and found who Katie is. um, I think showing up as the most authentic version of you is one of the best things that you can do in this life for yourself and for other people. Um, so I think being authentic and then just being fearless about what really lights me up because I could have easily stayed in the nine to five job, I could have easily stayed in the hairstyling job and stayed in that box, but I wouldn't have been happy. And I want my friends and my family to look at me and be like, gosh, she never stopped. Like showing up as her, she never stopped what truly lit her up and what her dreams were. So I think that to me would be my biggest legacy.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. And I know that my listeners are gonna wanna like reach out to you, connect with you. Yeah. Like if you have anything going on, like this is like share it all because I'm gonna put it all in the show notes, but definitely share it. I know my listeners are gonna wanna like attack you after this episode.
1: <laughs> yes, which I love. I'm an open book, so know that. Um so you can find I mean a couple of different platforms. Main platform to contact me, I would say would be Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where you're going to find most of my content at is Instagram, my Instagram stories. You'll see me dancing around on reels all the time. I try and like keep them goofy, keep them fun. Um, I also have a podcast called crying burns calories. Mm -hmm. People always think I say crime, but I'm saying crying (laughs) burns calories. And the biggest theme of the podcast is, um, Look, we dive into nutrition and fitness, but I really want women to know that a lot of times the weight we need to drop isn't the weight on our bodies. So you're going to hear me diving into really no topic is off limits on the Crying Burns Calories podcast. So I'd love if you listened in um, to connect with me. And yeah, I I just love building community.
0: Before we end this, Katie, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about real quickly about podcasting, right? Yes. Like, I feel like, I'm so passionate about it. I know you are as well. Uh Why should everyone have a
1: podcast? I think a podcast is the coolest outlet to be yourself, to be creative, and to go deeper. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in surface level conversations. Like I don't know about you, but like I'm so tired of the surface level shit that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And social media, I love it. Look, it's giving me a really cool opportunity, but it's surface level in podcasting, I can go a lot deeper. Like my first podcast episode, I had to sign on and be like, guys, I'm going through a divorce and Mm -hmm. I don't even know what's going on with my life. And I don't have it all together. And this is scary as hell, but I'm just going to put myself out there. And it's sort of grown since then, but I would never be able to do that or have those conversations like that on social media. So Mm -hmm. now it's grown into this community of women who are vulnerable and authentic and have been through things in life and are trying to drop the weight that we've been carrying with us. And as much as I love Instagram, it's just a different vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree, agree. And there's something special about the podcasting community that like people just don't understand if you're not in it. Like there's it's something, yeah, it's so I feel like, Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're like three separations away from this person and that person and that person. So you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And Katie, I am just so honored to like chat with you and like get to know you. And I can't wait to like meet you again in person and actually get to chat.
1: (laughs) Yes, I would love that. I would love that. I'm so happy that you guys need to be a part of this. Of course,
0: of course. Well, guys, if you love this episode, please tag the two of us. We'll show you back some love um, on social media. But thank you again. It was an honor. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bella Mel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.